the volume. Football basketball season is here and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast. And there's tons of ways to play. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and try out the same game parlay plus. So use promo code Monaco and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football and basketball season. And welcome then to another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Week eight. Let's go. My goodness, time is flying. The fro is getting a haircut every three days over here. I don't understand. I guess it's just getting older. Wise man once said, when you turn four to five, you go from a fourth of your life to a fifth. Start getting in your late 20s and early 30s. And oh my goodness, I'm only growing a 30th. I digress. All right. All picks on Action Network. Humming last NFL Sunday. Absolutely humming. I'm out here. 20 wins, 11 losses on Action Network on NFL Week 7 Sunday. Sprinkled in with a couple of baseball L's. So even more lucrative. I give you five picks on here. I listen to everything throughout the weekend, watch the injury reports, watch the money come in, try to make more assessments, and ultimately fire more on Action Network. So don't forget to subscribe to me on there. Of course, subscribe, rate, review, and all things Moneyline Monaco. Volume Sports goes a long way. I'm on Moneyline Monaco on all social, except for Alex Monaco on Twitter. All right, people. Only losing week through seven weeks on the weekend Moneyline Monaco podcast. The Moneyline Monaco meter, still above sea level. Only one losing week. We bounced back last week with a vengeance, three and two. And I'm telling you right now, I feel very good about these picks. Screams three and two with a four and one upside. Now, I don't love a lot of dogs this week. If you've been listening, I don't really love a ton of dogs often. But I found some good value plays under a field goal for some favorites. So let's dive into it. I'm going to start out a little inner conference dance. I'm really liking this one. Pick them game. In my humble opinion, two teams trending in the opposite directions. That is the Las Vegas Raiders and the New Orleans Saints line on FanDuel. Minus one and a half for the Raiders. I'll take them at minus 110 on the money line. No reason to dance on the one and a half there with little to no difference in the juice. I will take a Josh McDaniels team that, again, you heard me on the pod. I've I've faded them a few times earlier in the season. We were on them with the seven and a half on Monday Night Football. They were kind to us. We were on them again since then, and they were kind to us. Nice little two-and-one last three outings and only lost to the Chiefs by one. Really could have had that game. Most importantly, two elements to the McDaniels Flip the page. Zero turnovers 
for the Raiders in the last three games. Zero. Just the third time in franchise history to give away zero giveaways. Funny enough, they never had four. So expect a little INP. Just kidding. Josh Jacobs. Pay the man JJ. 441 yards, six tutties in the last three games. The only man in Vegas, excuse me, in Raiders history that has ever rushed for that more of a lucrative outing in three games, it was a quarterback, and it was the man leading down in Atlanta, hot Atlanta, Marcus Mariota, the only man to go for more in a three-game stretch. The last three weeks, 143 and three tugs. Last week, 154 and a tutty the week previous, and 144 and two touchdowns. We knew the offensive line was going to be trial and error. They lost a couple of pieces from last year. The Raiders did. Well, here they are starting to gel. And this is, with a mediocre defense, the offensive game plan. It has to be. You have Devontae Adams. You have, a, I would say, and Colin always argues, Derek Carr into that 10th slot or a top 10 quarterback. If he's not, he's certainly top 15. Manage the game. Take your shots because D car has to, he has that ability to stretch the field. Great arm. Utilize your assets. Waller's been a shadow of himself compared to last year. Same with Renfro who's been banged up with injuries. Utilize your pieces and lean on Josh Jacobs to keep doing what he's doing. Let's now talk about the saints. We faded the saints a couple of times, took the Bengals over the saints public side. Let's not forget the public wins sometimes. And we took the Cardinals over the Saints last week. I do not feel good about New Orleans. And they continue to get respect at the sports book. Why? It's an embarrassment for how good this defense has been over the last half a decade with Sean Payton to the drop-off now. I mean, you're allowing 25 points in a second half against the Cardinals. The fourth most points the Saints have ever given up in a quarter. And the most, most points really put this in your head. This is how bad the Saints are. Since 1979, I get my facts everywhere. Stump the Schwab ass Jeeves old school throwback Thursday. They haven't given up that many points in a quarter since the second quarter against the Rams in 1979. Eric Dickerson, how you doing? Are you joking me? Andy, the beige water pistol, red rocket, the red rifle, the beast. Four touchdowns and they still can't win. I know he had a couple of pick sixes. He's playing pretty darn well, believe it or not, on the offensive side, given the opportunity he's had here with Winston Hurt. But you can't throw two pick sixes. And you have to be with this kind of a defense, with no Lattimore, again, it seems like, you have to be spectacular, spectacular, picture perfect. The last time Derek Carr played the Saints, 28, 284 yards, three tugs, 28 completions. The Raiders have actually beaten the Saints and put up 30 or four, 34 or more in their last two. Not that prevalent, but under Derek Carr, just so you know, and this is worth mentioning, indoor cat, indoor lad in Vegas, they go to a similar environment as 
as far as stylistically, there are trends out there. How players do on grass versus turf. This is no different. Just a lot of sound. Very similar for or against points per game, 25 to 27, allowing 28 versus 25. Saints allow the third most yards. They only have one interception. Last thing I'll say on this game, the Saints are at a huge disadvantage with injuries. 11 players listed on the Wednesday injury report. Four of them were non-participants. Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Trotman, the, the tight end, Lattimore, the corner. I mean, these are key pieces. You got to do this. And, and if it's Jameis Winston, I don't change my mind. I don't change my mind. I got to take the Raiders here. I'm not buying low. I'm buying high. But I, I can't do it. We've been fading the Saints. I know it's a week-to-week league. We're on the public side. I, I got to do it. I got to take the Raiders' money line. All right. I am going to fade the public on this one. We're going back across the pond then, aren't we? Little Harry Kane, high English breakfast tea before we tip off. For high knees on an eight-hour flight with 52 other men on the plane, plus coaches and trainers, you're doing high knees on the plane, fresh off a danger with Subway sandwich. You have officially gone full bizarro, Jerry. I mean, Russell Wilson is having an identity crisis, and I'm going down with it. I mean, what is happening to star quarterbacks? Sierra's going to leave Russ. Giselle's in Spain with whomever. Boyfriend odds changing. Aaron Rodgers has a worse haircut than Gordon Hayward. What is happening? Geno Smith is a top fantasy quarterback. 2022 football. But I'm going to do a disgusting play, and I like the under more. I really do. I'm absolutely playing it. Please know I am on the Jags Broncos under. Have to. I just don't want to come on the pod, give you an under. It's a little weak. So I'm going to take the Broncos plus two and a half here. Tickets on the Jags. They're up to almost 70%. 70%. Meanwhile, this team, Denver, with, with I guess, an inferior quarterback last year, beat the Jags 23-13. I'm going to back a team that has scored fewer than 100 points. I'm going to back a team that is so Wilson lost at Castaway C. I don't even know where to begin. But I backed the Jaguars. A couple of times in the last few weeks, you saw me on him against the Giants. I was so angry. This team has now lost four straight games with three of them coming where they were tied or leading in the fourth quarter. First time in franchise history, that kind of a situation and drop off has happened. Four straight games. They've lost three of them. They're leading. Dougie P up four against the G-men in field goal range, trying to be cute, trying to be go for you, go it, go for it, fourth down, not necessary, doesn't get it. Giants take the lead. They never relinquish. Disgusting. This team does not know who they are yet. This team just trade away James Robinson in the middle of their longest travel week. They're four and four all time in London. But honestly, this game. It, it's going to come down to a turnover. It's going to come down to a turnover. And I'm only taking this game because it is in London. A fluky London game. Look, we've already seen it. We've seen a double doink in London. We've seen the Giants go and embarrass. State Farm almost dropped discount double check after the G-men went over across the pond. So if everything in your gut tells you to take the Jags, 
Just pump the brakes for a tickle. Second best Broncos defense in yards per game. Second best in pass defense. Teams are only throwing 173 against them and only scoring 16 points a game in their two and five. It's, it's an anomaly. It's a one-off. I've never seen anything like it. I have nothing more to share with you on this game, except for we have to do some disgusting things in betting at some point. And I'm not taking something grosser. I flirt with the commanders with the points against a quarterback shift in Indy. I flirted with the Lions off a bye three and a half at home against the Finns. I'm looking for dogs in dark places. I can't pull. I cannot fire. But I can fire off a Jerry Judy career high seven receptions on 11 target game. (laughs) I can fire on a team that keeps you in every game through 60 minutes, period, point blank. The Broncos are in every game. And one time, and I did take them, where they put up points and it was impressive. They did it when no one was expecting. Lost the game to the Raiders, but put up a little bit of offense, a little bit of a bright spot. And let's go back to the Monday night cover. We had them plus four. Again, they could lose this game by two. This number might get to three by Sunday. But the Broncos starting out with Russ going 10 for 10 before they fell off a Chargers cliff has to be somewhat encouraging. They'll be in this game to the very end. It comes down to a turnover. I plug my schnoz. I fade the public. I take a team that has proven to me and hurt my pocketbook who cannot close. You can't close. Jacksonville. Stop going on dates. You can't close. Go back to the friend zone and figure it out. Next play. Just as disgusting. Just as gross. Tying it in a little bit to last week's pick that I was on the wrong side for. I'm going against the the G-Men. I am going against the New York football Giants. I have not picked a Giants game correctly the entire year. So you dumb and dumber Lloyd Christmas telling me there's a chance. I mean, you have to be joking me. The Action Network luck meter. The unfathomable teams getting in their own way at the end of the games. You heard me talk about Peterson up four. Kick the field goal. This is, this is coaching. This is Wink and Dable. They're on their Jordan and Pippet from a coaching perspective. The G-men listen to this. It's why I have to take the Seahawks. They're just the sixth team in NFL history. Sixth ever to go six and one or better through seven and only have plus 20 or worse as a point differential. They're squeaking by. They're eking by. They're the Mr. Irrelevant at the sports book. They're getting drafted last. Listen to this fact. It's freaking driving me up a bad beat, Scotty Van Wall. G-men have outscored opponents 18-2 to in the final two minutes of the fourth quarter. 18-2? to 
only two was a was a gift gimme safety they took on purpose in London. So they're essentially goose egging people at the end of two minutes of football. It's similarly to the Jets, who before last week have had to do it in the last few minutes. Seattle is actually fifth worst in that category. But, but what we have on our side finally is a coach and a coaching strategy, I feel, that will meet meet the expectations of a Dable and Wink. The Seahawks, this is coaching. You don't come out 17-0 at SoFi last week in the first quarter. First time since 2013 for Seattle to have that big of a lead after the first. If it isn't coaching, if it isn't game plan, Pete Carroll to Staley, grown man versus JV. Adult versus teenager. Staley needs to get out the Uncle Phil window. He's done. He is absolutely swiped left on, in my opinion. I'm done with Staley's trash. He is killing the Chargers. Killing them. Injuries everywhere. He cannot maintain personnel. Don't get me started. But the Seahawks, look at the coaching in the last few weeks. They'll outcoach Staley out the gate, win that game in the first quarter. They'll chess match you 19-9 in a inner division battle against the Cardinals, and they'll beat you in a shootout 48-45 against the Lions. Meanwhile, the Giants are just letting teams beat themselves. Well, guess what? The Seahawks don't beat themselves. Guess what? Geno's got 11 tugs, three picks. All right? Daniel Jones, let's not let's stop acting like there's going to be a Toy Story 5 for this guy. He's throwing the ball 174 a game. He's got six touchdowns. It's scheme. It's scheme. It's, again, a play or two from Danny. It's a play or two from Saquon. They're not impressing four quarters. They're just winning games. I live in New York. It's not easy for me to go on New York television and fade the Giants. I'm doing it again this week. I'm sorry. I'll be the villain in the hometown hood, baby. You're getting a top five offense, last thing I'll say on this Hawks team, at home. 26 points per game. 26 points per game. The Giants are 18th. They're 19th in overall yards. They're 30th in pass yards. They have one interception. One. And I know Dexter Lawrence and these boys are getting Tibbet out to the quarterback. For rushes and hurries, they only have, they only have top 10 in sacks on the year. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. I'm sorry. They only have 21st in sacks. The Seahawks are top 10 in sacks. The Giants have one interception, 31st in the league, and they're 21st in sacks. They are bend but don't break. Well, guess what, Fusili Jerry? They're getting snapped in half, courtesy of the late Frank Costanza. I'm taking the Seahawks to the bank. Minus three. Officially, Schwitzen, as we turn the page, two picks left. Cannot wait. Cannot wait to go 2-0 on this series. Here we are with the San Francisco 49ers. A Seahawks minus three, by the way, last pick. I will happily take. The San Francisco 49ers, they are minus one and a half right now on the road against a team that we know has to call them daddy. Sorry, they are the child, the little brother, the understudy. McVay 
is in a stroller. If Shanahan's on the Harley Davidson, McVay's in the little cubicle to the right of him, riding along, taking notes on how to beat other adults. This is a gift. Minus 118, money line Niners to your local bank. We already know. I won't even talk about it. More than a minute. They beat them seven straight times. They're 11 and three ATS in their last 14 against the Rams. Honestly, honestly, Stafford all time, one in six for San Francisco. It's his worst record versus any NFC opponent. Four tugs, five INTs in his three games on the Rams versus the Niners, losing all of them. More interceptions than touchdowns against the Niners in over a year. And you're flirting, why? Because the Rams are on a bye? Because they're rested? They can't run the football. They can't help themselves from turning the, the football over. Matt Stafford has six touchdowns and eight interceptions. This is beyond a Super Bowl hangover. This is Galifianakis, literally Bradley Cooper, and the homeboy from the office are looking for Doug. That's how bad the hangover is in San Francisco right now, in Los Angeles right now after a Super Bowl. They can't find their Austin Powers mojo. There is no Stella Groove back. This is so simple. All Shanahan has to do is do what he's done every single time he's beaten the Rams. Be more physical, run the ball down their throat, win the turnover battle. It is that simple. Matter of fact, the game plan is right here in my face. I'm going to start by saying what Jimmy G did last week that they should not have done. They did it against Atlanta, and they did it again last week. But your boy was on the Chiefs. Public side, Joe's side. We took it to you, to your sharp side noggin, son. You got to take the public side sometimes. You take the Chiefs off a loss all day long against a Niners team that was implementing and integrating a new Christian McCaffrey piece, dealing with a array of injuries. 11th time Jimmy G has thrown for over 300 yards. The Niners won the first seven of those, but guess what? One in three in their last four. He did it again last week. Only time they have one in that category was ironically against the Rams. But what we saw, Just a few weeks ago, we were on the Niners as well. Monday night action. Jimmy G, 16 for 27. One tug, 239 yards. No mistakes. You give Jeff Wilson the ball 18 times. He gives you 74 yards. Debo, six for 115 a tug. That's it. That's it. Look. Go back and look at what the Niners made the Rams do. Get out of their game. McVay's offense doesn't work if he can't run. And Henderson went for seven for 27. Cam Akers is out for personal reasons. Henderson can't run. They should have gotten McCaffrey chips all in. They did it, and they needed him desperately. The win was 24-9 just a few weeks ago. The offensive line for the Rams, they've played six games. They've had eight offensive linemen play already. Eight. Allen, Shelton, David Edwards. No boom. All of these guys, Logan Bruss tears his ACL before the season starts. Shelton Edwards, these are no names to you. 
because none of them are Andrew Whitworth. I'm just telling you right now. Again, it's going to be another, another refurbished shift in the offensive line. Now, I'm not saying the Niners don't come in with injuries. I looked it up. Greenlaw, Jennings, Juszczyk, Debo even didn't practice. Armstead's been killing us. Debo's going to play. I think Juszczyk's going to suck it up. I don't expect to see Greenlaw or Armstead. But if Joey, Bo, uh, excuse me, Nick Bosa plays, that's huge for us. Trent Williams back as well. Look, we take the scheme. We take the formula because we know Shanahan has the good burger secret sauce. Last thing I'll say, this is the Niners off back-to-back losses. Back-to-back losses. Prideful organization, star talent everywhere. McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, Ayuk. Just don't. Mess it up. Don't mess it up. Last but not least, last pick. Best pick. Probably not. I feel the worst about this one, but the Titans were kind to us last week. They were kind to us, and we took them to the bank against the Colts, and we'll take them again. We will take them again against the worst team in the NFL, the Houston Texans. I'm going to take a minus two and a half here. I have to do it. I know. You've been in betting long enough. You have to take the the home divisional dog in most instances. I flirted with it with the Jets plus two and a half against the Patriots. But this Titans team, they're just well coached and they typically don't shoot themselves in the foot. They come in on a four-game win streak the sixth season in a row they have strung together a four-game win streak. So since getting blown out on Natty TV by the Bills, a month of winning football, a month. Listen to some of these stats here. So they come in. They have five more rushing touchdowns than their opponents. Five more. Only the Eagles have a better one. The Texans have five fewer rushing touchdowns than their opponents. Tied with the Lions for the worst in the NFL. So one team that'll run the ball down your gullet, one team that won't. I'll go even further here. This is fascinating. When Derrick Henry, who ran for 128 last week against the Colts, under Mike Vrabel, runs for over 100 yards, the Tennessee Titans are 23-2. and 23-2 with Derrick Henry, the king. Runs for at least 100. They're 22 and 23 when he doesn't. 22 and 23, people. Are you kidding me? Well, guess who has the worst rush D in the NFL? The Houston Texans, baby. 164.7 on the ground. They give up. If you don't think Derrick Henry's going to have a field day, I'm telling you right now. This team has the Texans number. They've beaten the Texans under the Tannehill regime in the last three road games, putting up 28 points each. 28 points or more in their last three road wins against the Texans. That's when they were potentially better in some of those outings over the last three years. Deshaun Watson's in that conversation. So 
You look at a Houston team that just doesn't know what they're doing in the fourth quarter. They're minus 41 in point differential. Only the Baltimore Ravens on a fluke are worse. So the Ravens are not a bad team. They're just not closing in the fourth. The Texans are a bad team, and they're not closing in the fourth. All right? If the Titans can beat the Colts twice, beat the Raiders, and handle the Commanders, and the last five games, only the Texans have beaten the Jaguars, and that was a fluke. They own that. This AFC South's a weird, weird hierarchy, just like the NFC West, and I am onto it. I am onto it, onto it, onto it. The Titans own the Colts. The Titans own the Texans. The Texans own the Jags. It's a weird, and the Jags own the Colts. It is a weird, funky town, AFC South hierarchy. But the Texans, you lose 34-24 to the Chargers last week. You lose 38-20 to the Raiders, and you're up 23-20 to the Bears. You didn't beat the, the, the Broncos either, 16-9 in that game. So the only, only, time we've seen the Texans be good in the last five weeks is 13-6 against the Jags, who are 2-5. and five. I'm sorry. Don't overthink this. Now, now, I'm out of here on this. Tannehill got hurt. He's got an ankle sitch. This could be why I am potentially not loving this. If Tannehill was out and it's Malik, just be careful. Just lower your unit size. But if it's Tannehill when he's a go and they shoot him with some modern medicine all day long. So in review, I will take the Raiders on the money line minus 118. I will take the Broncos plus two and a half. We hope we get plus three. I will take the Seahawks minus three. We hope we can get it at minus two and a half. We'll see. I will take the Niners on the money line all day day long right now as we speak the Niners are minus 118 as well two minus 118 purchases and we wrap with the Titans minus two minus two and a half I like it at minus two I like it at minus two and a half nab it before it goes to minus three is a line movement based off of Tannehill but again I have to take the Titans if I if I take a number with a team I have no belief in on different than the Jets game Different than a divisional game like the Jets, where the Jets have shown life. The Texans have shown us nothing. They've shown us nothing. Five picks. Tia Noggin, hopefully three and two, ideally four and one. Again, only one losing week. Thank you for tuning in. Sports Gambling with Money Line Monaco. Don't forget to hug your mothers. We're out of here on a FanDuel ad. It's a $1,000 no sweat first bet. Now is a perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's right. Free bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just sign up with promo code Monaco. Favorite bets for the upcoming weekend games. You already know. Give me the Niners. Grown man, older brother versus their little brother in the division Rams. Give me, give me. The Raiders against the lowly Saints. I'm sorry they're dwindling and I don't trust Andy Dalton. I also love, also love if Tannehill's a go, the Tennessee Titans on the road. Vandal, so many reasons to like it. Tons of betting options for each game. You can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. With live betting, you'll get updated odds on games that have already started. The app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. And you get paid in your winnings fast. So sign up today with promo code Monaco for your no sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner 
of the NFL. And as always, double it up. Don't forget to hug your mothers. We'll see you on the other side. Ta-ta. Real smooth. The Volume.